If you take one part zombie virus, mix it with one part comically bad CGI and one part bad acting, mix in a dash of Jurassic Park and sprinkle a little bit of cheese on top. Put it in the oven at 450 degrees, bake for an hour and a half, and you get the shit casserole that is Zombies. We watched Zombies. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Greetings, Moon Goons! Welcome to Horrible Horror, the show where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me today, as always, is my good friend, my best friend, my co-host, my right-hand man, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Man, not always. I missed last week. You're right. I, should, I, missed, I gotta stop saying always. I missed, missed a lot Halloween. Yeah. I missed our Halloween. Like, Horrible Horror. The the spookiest time of the year, Halloween, and I fucking missed it because yeah. I have a new house and my fucking sewer was backed up and shit was flying everywhere and I had to take care of it. Oh, I was so pissed. Yeah, yeah. You but missed I'm the, back. The Halloween, not I'm just here. the Halloween, but the 75th episode. Yeah, too. yeah. 75. I know, and I missed with Chris and Doug. Thanks, guys, for covering. Yep. Um, yeah, so uh, this week... We did a movie called... Before you talk about it, let's uh, tell them where we can find us. Oh, all right. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, we're doing that at the top of the show now. Yes, we are. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, of course. You can also find us on uh, Twitter at so Bad It's Scary, and then on Instagram at Horrible Horror Podcast. And then you can get the episodes, whether we don't know where you listen to them from, but you're obviously listening to it somewhere. But you can tell your friends. You can get it off of iTunes, Podbean, and Google Play. Now, so they are streaming from our website as well. That's right. Thank you. I'm I'm big. I'm tired. I won't lie. So yeah, Marshall's been tired. <laughs> He's uh, you know new father, and uh, you know the baby is keeping me up. The I, baby's talking a lot more at night. Yeah. Uh, so baby I, wants to party at night. I, I might miss a few things here and there, <laughs> but bear with me. Uh, I'm dealing with it. Um, so yeah, zombies. This oh god, this movie. Um, <laughs> zombies. Zombies. <laughs> This movie is released. It's fairly new. It's March first of two thousand sixteen. Yeah, this is this is a newer one. Very newer. Uh, now, yeah, one of the newer ones we've done. Uh, written by Scotty Mullen and directed by Glenn Miller. Now, just I'm sorry if you're it's it's just weird calling an adult Scotty. Like it's, I think to me it's always like once you get to a certain age you're just Scott. Yeah, you're not Timmy anymore. Yeah, you're, you're Tim. Tim. Right? You're not Scotty anymore. You're Scott. Unless you're like you're a Scott. Danny. Unless you're, you know, unless you're working in the the uh, engine room of the Enterprise and you're saying, right. trying to give her all she's got, <laughs> your name shouldn't be Scotty. Well, what about Danny Trejo? He's a Danny, and he's a badass. Yeah, well, that's also Trejo looking. No one's gonna tell him, dude. You yeah, need to be Danny. Yeah. You, you can try and tell him, but <laughs> you, you can do whatever the fuck. Yeah, he, wants. he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but this movie is actually found in a lot of places. This is on, you can find it on Netflix, Amazon, Vudu, YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play. Uh, I chose. It's everywhere. It's everywhere right now because it's, it's relatively new. Um, it was produced by the, uh, the production company called The Asylum. Now, some of you diehard horror fans and sci-fi fans may be familiar with this, this uh, company because they're the company behind the cult classic 
franchise Sharknado. Mm-hmm. Um, also, other gems like three-headed shark attack, Mega Shark versus Colossus with a K, Mega Piranha, and the so many of the ripoffs like Transmorphers, mm-hmm. Fall of Man. <laughs> so, like all your cheesy ripoff movies, these people. Are so there was buying. actually an NPR piece about this company. Really? About, yeah, it's, it's like how fast and hot on the heels they are of a lot of these movies that are coming out. Sometimes they come out before. Oh, that's what that's the whole thing is they try yeah. to like, get out before. The, Transformers, the, trans- before the, yeah. the main one comes out, so they can piggyback off there. And it's 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 like it works. It's like a formula that works. You know, like people are like, "Oh, Transformers is coming out. What the fuck's this? <laughs> Let's watch this." You know, like it, the formula is working. Um, this, that's probably the most interesting. Thing. I'm not the cast. I'm not even going to talk about because there's really nobody worth talking about. Um, uh, I mean, they all have stuff to them. They're not like first timers, but they're just things, bit parts. N- nobody, no names, nobody. I and recognize... and then it crosses over to horrible horror or horror no, in general. Um, or... Not that I remember. Yeah. There might have been one or two, um, but the only thing that there was a is almost a crossover, which I'll get to when we get to trivia. But it didn't happen, so it. But yeah, it, the cast isn't really worth spending a whole lot of time on because there's nobody's getting really cool fun credits that I noticed. So we're just gonna we're gonna go straight to the movie. Just like the movie went straight into the movie. Yeah, the movie starts um, pretty quickly. Uh, it just opens like there's no opening credit, no nothing. It just instant once you once it starts movie. Yeah, it's, there's yeah. It, it's I kind of right. like that. I kind of like that. Yeah, um, it, it's the opening is yeah. It's movie. There's no credits right away, but it, it, the opening is a basically a TV commercial for Eden, which is a new zoo that you know. Uh, you know, kind of like it's like a Jurassic. Basically, it's basically like a Jurassic Park of zoos, just without but, dinosaurs. But for like endangered animals, that's, that's the big, the big spin. That's the big spin. Even though not every animal there is endangered, so it's <laughs> exotic animals, lots of endangered animals. It's and just it, a but I, yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, they, they they're, that's all their purpose. Like their big selling points. Yeah, we endangered animals. We, we're safe haven refuge. But every fucking animal they show, it's just every animal you see at any other zoo. Yeah. It's like they're not endangered or no. they're not rare. Like they're just animal, like fucking lions and elephants and birds. It's like, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it's big, just like you said. It's Ju- huge. First thing I get, Jurassic Park. It's Jurassic Park. It's, it, and it's like they have these shot, these stock footage shots of animals and like this overhead shot. It's like Bush Gardens yeah. under construction. Yeah, you I, know, th- this thing is so big, like. If there was supposed to be an actual zoo, there's no way you'd be walking. Like these, the people in the zoo have to like drive in cars well, they do, to get yeah. to yeah. one place to another. It's so supposedly so big. So it's Jurassic Park ass. Yeah, um, and it's supposed to be high tech because it features a state of the art high tech zip line and water <laughs> park because zip lines are so high tech and futuristic. <laughs> it's 2016 zip lines. Zip lines. Uh, so after this commercial for Eden, we're taken to. Um, to to the Eden Zoo itself, and this zookeeper guy, we we see him bring in two covered cages in like the medical, like the the, the, lab. the, the labs, mm-hmm. the medical labs, and you hear, you yeah, know, like you monkeys. hear the monkeys, yeah. and in the lab we have we there's these two vets, two doctors, and they're working on a sick monkey. It's like a macaque, I think. It's a white faced capuchin. There you go. Someone did his research. I did a lot of research <laughs> on this one. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, I don't. I don't. It, it's the monkey from. It's Ross's monkey from yeah, France. Yeah, is what, it, is yeah. what they're supposed to be. Um, now, during I did say is uh, so you being in the medical prof- 
field. You might notice this. Um, during this entire scene in the lab, you constantly hear the sounds of a heart monitor beeping. Yes. And they even show the heart monitor. But yes. every time they show the monkey that they're working on, it's not hooked up to anything. anything. I was going to mention this. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I saw this and just like, and they're like, I'm sorry, but these are like, a lot of medical people are kind of cold. I, I can only imagine vets. They're trying to save the monkeys, but the, they're obviously saying they're infected. They've got a virus. They are, they're talking about it while they're trying to save yeah. them. Even these are infected too. And they're, if I think honestly, they just be like, all right, these monkeys are defective. They're not extinct or rare. Throw them in the fucking incinerator and call it a day. Let's get lunch. You know, <laughs> like they're not going to give two shits, but here they are trying to save this little, this little guy. He flatlines. Yeah. Beep. Again, nothing connected to him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Absolutely no wires or anything hooked up to this monkey, but yet he, they're, the heart monitor so, beeping. Just for the one doc <laughs> says, I'm not losing this monkey. Yes. yes. <laughs> so the, the, before he does that, that, he orders like the doors locked. Like we have to quarantine off this lab. Yeah, so they're so worried about these infected monkeys getting out. They had to seal the lab, close it, shut it down. I'm not losing this monkey. Yeah. And he gets his, he gets atropine out and like epinephrine oh. to like shoot it. And she's like, that's against protocol. Like, <laughs> to hell with protocol. This animal has to live. <laughs> what the fuck? Get over yourself, buddy. Does this animal have like the cure for AIDS or cancer in his blood or DNA that it has to what live? What is going on? You know, and why don't you have him hooked up to anything? Yeah, if he's, if he's so important, important <laughs> he's just this monkey with nothing, and it's all CGI. Oh, I, I, was, I, was about, I was about to go into that. This. The CGI that you in this movie is comically bad. Like, it's so blatantly cheaply done and just it's awful. Shoestring budget, yeah. man. It's so bad. But back to the story, they they revive the monkey, and I guess it's like a tainted batch of epinephrine see, or whatever. I didn't even get that because it looked like there was blood in it already. You know, see, which I mean, if you do an injection, if you're doing an IM injection, you do put the needle in, you draw back. If you get blood. You're not supposed to give it. You're supposed to move back to a muscular area where if you draw back, you don't get any blood because you're not in the bloodstream. You're in the muscle. Anyway, he shoots him up with medicine. Yeah, I, I, I got your. I was, I was confused, confused about that because they're saying he's already infected, but then they're shooting him with what looks like, like a, a corrupted, some, yeah, some kind like, of corrupted medicine. Exactly. Or something. Yeah. So like, are they? What's how they infected, and then if what's yeah, it's really fucking confusing. It makes no sense. So they shoot up the monkey. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Um. All the uncle. All at this point, all the other monkeys in the cages are going crazy. At this point, they're hooting, hollering, and and the dead one comes back to life and yeah. attacks the three so humans. So the they had their backs turned to the dead monkey, and they're like, "Okay, he didn't make it." And then you hear the heart monitor go beep, 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 and they're like, "Huh?" <laughs> and they turn around again. Nothing hooked up to the monkey. Exactly. <laughs> that bothered me so much. And the monkeys like. He's got red eyes, like his, his eyes in the area are kind of red, but his eyes are white. But yeah. around it's all red, his teeth, he just looks fucking creepy. Yeah. He's howling and screaming. And- There's occasionally, like, when the, the the animals aren't really moving too much, like the CG doesn't look too bad on some of these monkeys, like just the facial animation. Yeah, yeah. But once everything starts moving, it gets, it goes, wow, right down the toilet. Um. So basically, uh, yeah, the monkey attacks, and the zookeeper is killed by the monkey tipping over a metal cabinet, which falls on top of him. Yeah. So he's 
presumably, I guess, crushing him with a metal cabinet. And I, yeah. Which is just, for being the first kill in this movie, it's the lamest thing. It's so bad. He's like a normal, looks like a fit guy. Yeah. You know, and he's trying to find the monkey. The monkey jumps onto the cabinet and jumps off. And the monkey weighs, what, 20 pounds max? Yeah, but I, these things don't Not even. Much. So the monkey jumping off the cabinet was enough to rock the cabinet uh, over. Yeah. To fall onto a fit guy who sees it coming. He's going, ah. And stands. <laughs> he can just easily just catch it. Yeah. Just put your arms <laughs> Or up. even if it does hit him, he's like, ow. <laughs> exactly. It, but this how heavy is this cabinet? Yeah. And how did this 20-pound monkey knock it over? Which means this was a safety hazard a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this guy acts like it's like the foot of like King Kong coming down on top of the crushing right, that scene. Right, like, oh right. my god. Or he's gonna get run over by a bulldozer <laughs> yeah. or something. So yeah, zookeeper, he's dead now. So the male vet wants to paralyze the monkey somehow. He's like, Well, tranquilize him or something. But the, the his female counterpart is like, Fuck that, I'm getting out of here. She runs to the door and she's frantically trying to unlock it, but she gets attacked by the monkey who jumps <laughs> on her face. And then rips her eyeballs out and throws them like it would shit at the male vet. That I did love. She she's screaming, and her arms are just at her sides <laughs> as she's screaming. She's not reaching at the monkey. You're right. She, she's not trying to peel this thing off. She's just got her arms straight out like in a Jesus oh, Christ like pose. Just <laughs> ah! while the monkey's just tearing her eyes out. The monkey rips one out, turns over to the guy, goes, "Here you go." And like throws it. Too. Like, throwing his shit up, but I. Totally overlooked the fact that she never wants to even try to like rip the monkey Doesn't off. Doesn't try her to face. stop the monkey, just do what you will. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so the monkey then tur- like leaps off her, like straight to the screen, rolled opening title card and credits. Now we fade away to like the zoo bus or something, driving through the zoo. And on the bus, we pre- are pretty much all of our main characters for the most part. And <laughs> the first one we're introduced to is Dr. Ellen Rogers. And like she's the one, she's the main person in charge of eating. She's like the she was old, in the commercial, yeah, the one from the commercial. She's basically like the, the old man from Jurassic Park, whatever yeah. his name is, the yeah. old, yeah. The old guy. With the and wife. this is like the helicopter ride, except they're in a bus, oh, yeah, except they're in the shuttle bus, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, and, uh, just like Jurassic Park, just like it. <laughs> so Rogers is addressing a bus, the bus full of like all their new interns, which just are starting to work their internship at the zoo today. Um, and also along with them is their, her young daughter who is like five or six, maybe. And I'm sorry, her actually being in fucking school, not at a zoo right now. Right. Because they even say this is a Monday. Why is this kid not in school? Maybe it was summer. It was a, It was the summer. It was the summer, because this is their summer internship. Was it? Yes. Okay. All right, then I'll take that back. Because I was like, why is this kid not in school? <laughs> you to, anyway, so. Marshall's very much gone into dad mode. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, Basically, during this whole thing, I'm going to skim over a lot of this bus ride, but for the... At, later on, and there's some reason Rogers has all the interns hand over their cell phones, which there's really no reason for this other than the lays the writers need some way to explain why they can't call out for help later. Which really doesn't come into play at all. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. So, well, the, I she hate does. This scene. She does say that you know it's still under development. We still don't want any social media getting out there. Please turn in your phone. She does say that. Right. I, I get that. So she but, doesn't want people taking pictures and posting on Facebook case, and stuff. If they should know that ahead of time. They should. They yes. would probably have signed like one of those like um, uh, disclosure agreements or something like that. You know, for to get this internship. Like, and like, I just hate it's just to me lazy. Right. You see in movies all the time. Like, oh, we need some reason why they don't have their yeah, cell phones. Some reason why the cell phones. Why are we don't collecting work? the mm-hmm. cell phones? Yeah. It's it's just stupid. Uh, I'm just I'm just really sick of that that cliche that that triteness of it all. 
Um, so we go back to the labs and we see like a bloody hand reach up and hit uh, the alarm button, and we 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 go right back to the uh, to uh, to the group and the bird nerd Ricky. He gets dropped off at the aviary to meet up with the bird lady that he's going to be working under, um, where he's told that every bird in the aviary is endangered, which is complete horse shit because <laughs> the birds that we see later in this movie, none of them are actually endangered or even I know. like, they're fucking- I know. You can buy them at a pet store. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I did like also, just back to the bus ride, the bird nerd, what was his name? Ricky. Ricky. She goes, and all the birds are endangered. She goes, you got a California condor? Condor? And she goes, we have elephants <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and tigers and lions. It's like, bitch, she asked you about the California condor. She just like looks at him like, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> just say yes or no. Yeah, and I, I, I thought mean, that was a weird choice. Yeah. She's like, why not just say yes or no? Like, why? What's? She totally. It's just... not like it's an like a bad question to ask. Yeah, I totally dodged him. Yeah. So, um. So we get more character interaction, and we we meet Amber, who's kind of like the pretty but bitchy, kind of snobby, self-entitled girl, bitch, yeah. Yeah, um, who's a poli-sci major, but she's only there because she's allergic to babies and homeless people scare her, and this was her only other option for an internship. Dude, that sounds like me. <laughs> I'm allergic to babies and homeless people scare me, too. Um, so again, the bus stops, and Amber, Rogers, and two other guys who really don't matter random just, they're just fodder they get off um amber then thanks rogers for keeping her secret and then has her sign some kind of paper for her so there's something and she says if amy finds out that she'll get kicked out of her sorority and her mother will go nuts or some bullshit like that and basically we find out that amber is on probation for losing her temper at the wrong bar at you and know like at, fighting at the wrong po- yeah and at the wrong policeman or something like that um but uh and Amber is the granddaughter of like the zoo's biggest like charity charity can back or financial back or something like that. So that's that's her in. Uh, it, it doesn't come back. It, it's stupid. It just um, Rogers gives Amber walkie-talkie and tells her that hey, if you know if Gus, the, your intern director, the guy your, doesn't show up, call me or whatever. And she gets back in the bus. The bus drives off. Gus shows up after from peeing in the bushes or something like that, and. He gets has Amber get in the warthog pen to feed the warthog, which I'm like, oh shit! There's all right. First of all, again, so much wrong with this. Scene. Well, this is this is the this is the thing. He comes out and he says, "Who wants to feed the warthogs?" And she's ironically saying, "Me, me, me." Yeah. And he goes, "Look, I don't think you want to do that." And then, just like my fucking wife <laughs> and all the other women out there, if you tell them they can't do something. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll show you. Because she immediately, <laughs> once he goes, nah, I don't think you want to do that. She's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, jumps over jumps the fence in. but, into the warthog pen. But first of all, let's talk about this pen. This war, this high-tech zoo, this warthog pen or habitat is just like a crappy little wooded fenced-in area that's like smaller than like. like This like, room. Smaller than a college dorm room. Like It's not a habitat. It's yeah. just like a. Why do they have this? I mean, why they have? I don't know, but maybe they they had some reason. It's so stupid. I didn't have a problem with that, and I thought I did because I was like, "It's just stupid." Like you don't go to zoo and see like unless you're like entirely taking care of them. I mean, we didn't know the situation. I mean, Um, I didn't have a problem with it. So, and then the other problem I have with zoo is that there's I don't think there's any way in hell that this zoo or the zookeeper would just let 
the intern just Brand hop new. into the animal's habitat, like on the first day. This seems like a major lawsuit Especially waiting to happen. Especially a warthog, which are called razorbacks, yeah, with big tusks, yeah. and bad attitudes. And she's just hopping into this thing's territory, like, "What's up? <laughs> How you like me now? I'm in here. <laughs> Got a cell phone? Yeah." So, okay, now we go to the main gorilla habitat. This is kind of like the one that's featured the most in the movie, where we meet Kifo the gorilla. Who has a special connection with the little girl, the daughter, and is somehow able to communicate with this girl. The the girl and the girl communicate like it's Coco or something like that, or the or the monkey from Amy from the Congo movie. I think it was, it was Amy. Yeah. Um, Amy want raindrop drink. Yeah. At least I'll hang out with her because she drinks. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Kifo is uh, in love with the little girl, and they sign back and forth. Yeah. And, uh, and when we first see K- Kifo, it's clearly. A oh my CGI God. head and face, but then the very next shot of it, if Kifo next to glass, is a it, dude in a monkey it's suit. A dude in a gorilla suit, <laughs> and, and like he's the girl and the monkey like having prison love. Like they're they're putting their hands up to the glass, like glass. <laughs> they're prison love. And uh, and the mask, the the mask of the guy in the suit looks more or less like a normal gorilla. It's it's mm-hmm. fine. But then the, when they show the CGI head, it looks like some sort of crazy new sci-fi gorilla species. They it's look like new. lost weight. It's yeah. sleek and it's got weird it's like, like a gray beard and bigger fingers. Like they look nothing, nothing alike. alike. Drastically different. Yeah. So But I always love a guy in a monkey suit. <laughs> I'm a sucker for that. So we enter Kifo's main keeper, uh, who tells AJ, who's the primate intern. That, oh, A.J. Hawk? Yeah, A.J. Hawk. He basically yeah. looks like A.J. Hawk. He looks he, a lot like A.J. Hawk. He really does. Before the haircut, because he's got long hair. Yeah, or he, he's kind of buff. Like, uh, yeah, he look, A.J. Hawk was, uh, yeah, but, uh, or uh, what is it, Clay Matthews? Clay Matthews, yeah. Yeah, yeah basically one of those Yeah, guys. but it's just funny, because I was like, A.J., Clay AJ. Matthews, A.J. Hawk. Uh, he's A.J. Yeah, Hawk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, too bad he wasn't the bird intern. Uh, yeah, no shit. So he AJ the AJ's told that the that Thea the little girl and Kifo practically grew up together and that Kifo is the only cross river gorilla in America. And they all stand around watching as Theo and Kifo interact and talk to each other using like hand. They spend like two minutes going, How huh. about that? Yeah, yeah. it's like huh. look at that. Huh. That's amazing. <laughs> Man in a monkey suit, my daughter are talking. <laughs> Man in a monkey suit. So we cut to Rogers and Thea and the final intern, Gage. That's his name, Gage. Gage. I kind of like it. Entering the zoo's administration building. And Rogers told Gage to go to the basement to take inventory of all the gas and methane tanks down in the storage room. And the movie at this point makes a point of view to makes a point to show that Rogers has issues with like the electronic locks on the doors. Yeah. She they they blatantly show you that oh it's not mm-hmm. opening right away. It's, there's something wrong with the locks. And we learned that Rogers was also a scientist but gave that up to run Eden. Uh she also Because she wants to make sure it's done the right way. Yeah. This is her grandfather's gig or something. Yeah, it was like yeah. her grandfather's dream or something like that. And we also know that she, she leaves her daughter alone in the office all the time. She <laughs> constantly. Great parroting. Um now, we cut to the security building where we meet Rex, the head security guard, and his team of Boris and Ty. Now, Rogers and Gage enter. She tells Rex to meet her, to meet her outside because she has a new victim for him. And this is where it, she... So, yeah, yeah. So, 
What's the main lady's name again? El- Dr. Ellen Rogers. I was calling her Rogers. Rogers and Gage yeah. see the security team, right? Yeah. They see him, they're like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Mm-hmm. All right, then they walk outside. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they go outside, and uh, Rogers introduces Rex to Lizzie, the new security guard. But this at this point, this is this is where I'm having a problem. Rogers and Gage walk in and say hi to Rex and say hi to everybody else. Yeah. And she says, come outside. I got someone else for you. Mm-hmm. Rex just saw Gage. Yes. Just oh, you, saw him. Yeah, you have a problem with the fact that he thinks Gage is the intern instead of Lizzie, well, even it, though he just saw him? He just saw him. He's like, oh, you must not be the security guy because I just saw you being with her and you're wearing a suit. Yeah. And then he, he, he like... Then he comes up to him again and just taps on the shoulder and goes, Hey, man, welcome to security. Get out of that suit. Yeah, don't wear suits, man. It's like, uh, you just saw me. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. What? Yeah, I thought uh, that was really odd. I thought it was a really sloppy piece of writing and just a really weird transition to you. I thought yeah. it, I totally agree with you on that. Um, so Rex gets a call in his walkie-talkie telling him that the guy, the other security guard he sent to check out the alarm at the medical lab has not responded yet. Can I just say also that Boris and Ty actually have pretty good banter. They seem to like their acting is very natural. I gotta say I thought the acting was alright in this movie. They really committed to some bullshit but they really <laughs> committed. I, there was some decent acting. You know? It wasn't bad. In my opinion, I don't know what you thought, but I, I I'm kind of on the other side of the fence. But I will say, Bor- the I will say the the interaction Boris with Ty Boris and, Ty, and Rex and like they um, kind of they're got not along. bad. Yeah, yeah. They, that interaction, I I see what you're saying. That that's not bad. I agree with that. But there's some other parts like I just think are just awful. Like hey, AJ, I thought was awful. Uh, there. Well, well, anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. on. But yeah. I mean, overall, overall, okay. Don't get wrong. That's not like masterpiece theater, but no. Okay, fair enough. Um, so Rogers and his security staff all try calling the labs. No one answers, with the exception of Rogers. Uh, they all drive off to go check out the med labs. The security team and Gage, who I don't know why Gage is with them, because he's not the security guy, but he's supposed to be Rogers' intern, but he goes along anyway. Oh, because he says, now this is where they points it out. He says, protocol dictates that five security have to go to a call, and they only had four. They had Rex, Ty, uh What's the B word? Boris. Boris and the chick. And so Gage is like, there's got to be five. Protocol policy says it's got to be five. Policy says it's got to be five. And they're like, all right, fine, go. <laughs> then because he kept saying that, he's like, yes. All right. All right, well, then there's that. Um, gotcha. <laughs> you have been missing sleep, haven't you, yeah, Marshall? <laughs> I have. Um, so they all arrive, and they arm themselves with basically taser sticks, except for Lizzie, who pulls out a fucking gun. <sighs> On her first day, <laughs> her first day, she's already disobeying orders and disregarding the rules of the zoo. Like, she just, she, she's not issued or given this. She's this like, is she, her own yeah, personal. She like brought this from home to work. She's like, I'm going to bring my Glock with me to work at the zoo today. Yeah, they're like, okay, everyone, we don't know what's going on. Let's just take taser sticks. Yeah. No firearms. And she just goes, she's like, fuck, fuck that. that. <laughs> <laughs> pulls, just blatantly pulls it out. Cocks it and then puts it back into her holster. And I'm like, whoa! Yeah. How'd you get this job? Yeah, exactly. Like, how long do you expect to be? Like, I know it's like, and she's probably gonna be the person like, what? You got something against me? Yes. <laughs> so, I know employees like that, man. I just want to slap them. Oh god. So they all enter the lab, which has been trashed, and they come to the sealed exam room. 
and suddenly a hand, bloody hand slams up against the glass window in the door from the inside, and we see a bloody Dr. Gordon, who is the main vet, who just, we finally learned what his name is at this point. He looked pretty good as far as the makeup goes, and him been all ripped yeah, up. Yeah, not too bad, yeah. not too bad. Um, again, there's an issue with electronic locks and the key cards, but because it, it takes them forever to get the door open, but of course they eventually do. And once inside, Gordon's like, you gotta barricade the doors, uh, blah, 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 you know, and they see the missing security guard dead, who has been st- with a syringe sticking out of his forehead. So... Apparently, a monkey stabs him in the head with a syringe. <laughs> you don't see it, but I mean, that's what's that's what, what what's happened. happened. Yeah. Um, Lizzie helps Gordon up and begins, and, and as soon as he stands up, Gordon starts like convulsing and shaking a oh, bit. Oh God! And I swear, oh. so unless you've up. seen this movie, you will never guess what happens next, because it. Wow. <laughs> okay. So what? Uh, Goddamn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're having trouble getting this out. Because yeah, it's so like, what? So a goddamn white-headed capuchin monkey bursts through Dr. Gordon's chest like Because alien. he's been inside of Dr. Gordon. Somehow the monkey has been inside this doctor, rips through his chest cavity, and starts hollering and screaming at everybody else. And it's screaming so loud. They're covering their ears, yeah. and they're, like, temporarily incapacitated. Yeah, like banshees screaming. Yeah, they're like, ah! Like, oh, they're covering their ears, like, oh, God, why is it making that sound? And then cue all the other monkeys. Yeah, it's like a battle cry, and all these other monkeys start, all these other capuchins Come start, out of like, nowhere. popping out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Their, yeah, there's a CJ, they just, like, drop through the bottom of a And there's, like, cabinet. 12 of them. Yeah. Like, where are they? Before, there was three monkeys. Yeah. There were three monkeys in the whole lab. Now there's like 20. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is going on? And they're bursting out of people's chests? Yeah, I, like, I don't. That's the best part. I like, how, does it, how did it get inside him? <laughs> that's so ridiculous. It's, it's bonkers. It doesn't it's, make no. any sense. But as I said, I love it. It's so. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh. A monkey rips comes out of this guy's chest, dude. I love. I bet you there was somebody who just like who was right, and it's like, does this? How's that? He's like, Bucky, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. Bucky. <laughs> All right, never seen that before, have you? <laughs> so one of the monkeys attacks Boris, who tries to shock it with the taser stick, but like a ninja, the monkey kind of like leaps onto the stick and then uses his ant like twists it around and shocks Boris with his own stick so, and apparently kills him so that's one fucking powerful taser stick if they're supposed to tase the monkey but kills Boris yeah, Boris is like a buff dude yeah, you know yeah he's a big I mean, guy these are, these are the security guards who are into their job they're all like buff dudes yeah Boris tries to shock his shock the monkey <laughs> now i got peter gabriel stuck in my head uh so yeah he uh, gets Sold switcheroo from a monkey. <sighs> so, three more capuchins and pounce on Ty, knock him to the ground, and we just see a blood geyser just shoot up from the floor. We don't see anything, you just see blood spraying everywhere. <sighs> so, uh, another one jumps at Rex and bites into Rex's neck, but is saved by Lizzie, who just throws the capuchin off. The monkey goes after Lizzie, who pulls out her gun and shoots it in midair, causing the capuchin's head to just explode. Now, she did, because I was I was thinking about it, I'm like, okay, but she did fire a couple shots that missed. Yeah. And I kind of got the idea that it was a lucky shot. Now, then something I'll give this movie a little bit of credit for, again, is they miss a lot of their shots. 
they shoot a lot of guns in this movie, but they don't always hit. They do have some misses, which is a little bit more realistic for a zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, that's all I gotta say. All right. Um. So they uh they they flee the lab, but one of the monkey tackles. A monkey, t- this little capuchin monkey, tackles Rex to the ground, basically. Again, Rex being a big dude. Yeah. Gets fucking speared by a capuchin yeah, monkey. Yeah, really, he's it's like the Goldberg of Goldberg uh, capuchin monkeys. Monkey. <laughs> and, <laughs> sorry. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, and, so, and, and this is another thing, is that the monkey's on top of Rex, I don't know, humping his face or something. Yes. Lizzie's struggling. <laughs> With all of her might to close the door on this, like, 20-pound monkey. Oh, yeah, it was like, like, really? <laughs> really, lady? Is I don't that... say, like, chimpanzees are like, chimps are being incredibly strong and rip your arm off. Sure. like a little capuchin this monkey. This is a tiny fucking <laughs> monkey. And then Gage is standing there the door. pissing his pants. <laughs> I'm sitting looking at the situation. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Why doesn't someone just grow some balls and be like, all right, hold on. Lady, if you're having that much trouble, let me take the door, close it with one hand, because it's a tiny monkey. Yeah. While you just kick the other monkey off of Rex, please. Yeah. Let's just calm the fuck down. Yeah. It seems like we're making a mountain out of molehill. Yeah, so- They're monkeys. All right. Calm it down. Calm it down. Somehow, they, they, I don't. I forget how the one attacking Rex gets killed, but oh, Lizzie. Because Gage takes off his sports coat. Finally scoops it up and starts bashing the monkey against the side of the wall in his sport coat, okay. a la Jason Voorhees <laughs> in, a, in a sleeping bag. And I know uh, Lizzie like, crushes the other one in the door. But eventually. not before two or three monkeys slip out. Yeah, yeah, monkeys get away. Um, Rogers then gets a call from Rex telling her what happened. And Rogers like, hey, we need to call the police. And Rex like, no, you can't do that because they won't arrive in time. So we're going to hunt down all the monkeys before they can spread the virus. Again, that's just completely illogical. There's no, I mean, again, if you think about trying to track down a little monkey, multiple little monkeys in a in a park the size of like Jurassic well, Park. They said, "Look at our technology. Yeah, I know we have I, tracking technology." And I guess know. what? You see the three of them run out, and they're little red dots. And then they show the whole thing, and the whole thing, all the animals are little red dots. Yeah. How the fuck are you gonna tell which exactly. one's which? Exactly. <laughs> So they tried I was, to I had explain a big rant about that. Tra- that they tried to explain later. it, but I'm just like, what, what? Okay, I'm like, okay. They got There's it. a lot of flaws with this. Tra- like, this uh, I, see, I see the three. Tracking. I see the three coming out. I'm like, okay, there are the three, and they're going to track him. And then they, they they expand the picture, and it's just like red dots everywhere. everywhere. I'm like, well, what the? <laughs> well, shit, you're going to lose them immediately. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly, because that's what Rick says. It'll be easier to track them, and this they show this this digital high tech map, and there's like yellow dots that are, I guess are supposed to be the people. people. And red dots are supposed to be the, I think, animals. the infected animals, or at least the animals. Um, but there's so much about this map, again, that doesn't make any they sense. They have walls and grids and area, like walls, yeah. right? And they're just crossing through the walls, yeah. <laughs> crossing through rivers, cross, like, I know they're monkeys, but goddamn, yeah. come on. But the only problem is, why are the humans showing up on this map? Because, like... Does that mean everyone that works there had to get, like, tagged with a tracking chip in order to work like at the zoo? watch or something? Yeah, yeah or, what's going on? And why, at this point, why are only the monkeys showing up? Because, like you said later in the movie, that everything shows up. So at first it's like, are just the infected ones showing up? And if the dots... And then also, these red dots are, like you said, are moving so fast, fast across this map. There's no physical possible way 
for a monkey to cover that much ground that quickly. Jetpacks, Marshall. Yeah, I mean these dots, jetpacks. These monkeys would be covering like hundreds of feet in a blink of an eye. Like they're just ugh. So Rogers warns Rex that no matter what, the monkey cannot reach the aviary uh, because God help them if they infect the birds and the birds take flight. Um, and again, there's some mislogic here. Yeah, that seems to be like the main focus of the movie. It really is. They, is they protecting the aviary, yeah. like the atrium or the aviary. What's it called? Aviary. Aviary. Protecting the aviary, which they say over and over, it's made of solid steel. Yep. It's completely contained. Yeah. Don't worry. We got this. But, and, okay, here's my other issue with this. is Even if a monkey does get inside and somehow manages to infect a bird, which means he would have to catch the bird and kill it or something Bite like that. it, Bite scratch something. it, something. Where the fuck are the birds going to fly to? They're trapped inside an enclosed dome aviary. They can't just fly out. Or what's the whole point of the aviary in the first place then? It's, I mean, they're trapped inside. So right. If they get infected, they're not going anywhere. That's the whole point of the aviary is to keep them contained. <laughs> yes. You already are doing everything you can to contain these birds. Yes. So What's the problem? Yeah, I... So Amber, Rex, and Gage drive off to the African exhibit, which also happens to be where Amber is. Rogers locks down the whole zoo, tells the staff to get to secure locations, and uh, she says this is now drill about 20 times in like yeah. 10 seconds. It's really annoying. She uh, really lays it on thick. Yeah. Do not fuck with the monkeys. <laughs> and at the warthog pen, the monkeys swarm. They yeah. just come swarming. They swarm so Amber. Amber. Amber's about to climb, like, climbing out of the warthog pen. Yeah. The alarm goes off, and they don't have enough time to reach safe ground because no. the monkeys are coming. The monkeys are coming. So Amber, Gus, and the two other random interns just get swarmed. They, Asian they, guy and Indian guy. Yeah, they, they flee, and the warthog breaks through the shitty wooden fence pen, which... It could have done that at any point in time. It just it shows what kind of shitty zoo is this at the war. So, just break and this through is the where fence. I got. I started getting a little confused about what was going on. So the monkeys attack the zookeeper and they kill the zookeeper, right? That's, yes. That's, yeah. So there's a zookeeper, Amber, and two dudes. Yeah, because uh, Gus gets tackled by the group as a monkey. Yeah, and he killed. just gets tackled. He gets killed. Mm-hmm. You, don't you really see blood see. flying around. Yeah. So you assume he's dead. So the three other interns go run for, and they climb up in a tree. While the warthog is smashing everything around him. Yeah. When or did the warthog ever yeah, get, get infected? bit or infected? That's my same question, too. Because like, I don't he, think so. Or is he just a pissed-off warthog? I think he's just a pissed-off warthog. Because they you never see that any animals ever, like, bite other animals and getting infected. They just they, they just are all of a sudden. And the warthogs, when they, the, in the quick... Shots of the warthog. They you see he doesn't have like the bit the white dead eyes that all the mm-hmm. infected animals have. I think he's just a pissed off warthog that escapes. So he's trying to get you know. So they climb into a uh, gift stand and then oh, they climb up into a tree. This gift stand, it, it's the flimsiest. It's made it's, of like it's grass. It's like a grass hut, and the warthog like trying to ramp break through it, and he bursts. Through the, he's doing a good job, but he <laughs> he's the wooden fence. Apparently, put up more less of a fight than a grass hut with like no real walls, just grass. And uh, anyway, I don't know. It just the consistency there is. It should, anyway, anyway, the, they climb up the grass hut into the trees. Yeah. The warthog takes out the grass hut. Three interns are suspended in trees. Yeah. So time passes. Not long. Not much time, but time does pass. The in, and they're in the trees and they hear growling, and then. Outcharge two zombie giraffes. 
Let that sink in and, for a minute. Yeah, but I also use this. I use the word <laughs> zombie very loosely here because he looked pretty damn normal, except for like the white dead eyes that you can barely even see. And as, also, I didn't realize grass can growl or howl. Yeah, I, and, I, and, <laughs> and when did they become zombies? Zombies. I don't know. They just, I know, everything just suddenly they is. They just suddenly are. Yeah, I mean. No. So these two crazy <laughs> giraffes start trying to, they're like brontosaurus is they, a Jurassic they go, Park. They go, yeah, they go from uh, herbivores to goddamn carnivores. carnivores. And they're taking snap. They're trying to bite the three interns in the trees. Yeah. And it's so funny because you don't see any interaction between no. them. So <laughs> you'll see it. a head they lunge just... and they'll cut to the intern like kicking at nothing. Yeah. Like, get away. Ah. <laughs> and then they'll go like back a... to the giraffe coming and trying to bite. You can tell. And back to the intern. <laughs> nothing around it going, get away. Yeah. Ah. You, you can tell, like, the direct, there's, like, one of those, it's one of those things where, like, they're, like, yelling or trying to like, scream and be scared of, like, a, a tennis ball on a stick type yeah. thing. Like, here yeah. it is. And, and then <laughs> they finally did have a, an actual practical effect. They did have, like, a rubber neck kind of come in and, like, flop against one of the yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. It looked pretty bad. So. <laughs> But at least it was something. Uh, the, the, the frat boy intern, who who is a member of the Zeta, Beta, Mu, uh, no, I'm sorry, Zeta, Mu, Beta uh, fraternity, which, again, ZMB is, again, zombie. Oh, I didn't catch that because I don't totally, care. Yeah, it's a totally made up fraternity. I don't know anything about frats. But, uh, yeah. yeah, the Greek letter is ZMB, which are also the same as the uh, yeah. English alphabet, so it's zombie. Um Anyway, so he, he gets, falls out of a tree. He gets bit, or he, the zombie like nip, the, the draft nips at him. Get he gets bit, I think, and he just falls out of the tree, and he's never seen and again. And he's never seen again. But it's not that big a fall. It's like maybe ten feet. Yeah, like he could have landed on his leg. Like yeah, landed they're and... not like like fifty feet in the air. Like, yeah, they're not that high up. Yeah. So and the other guy, other random guy, he he gets dragged out of the branch. He's on by a draft. Like he grabs him, pulls him out, yanks him oh, out of the branch. Boy. At this point, the Jeep with Rex, Amber, and Gage pulls up just in time to see, uh, I'm sorry, Lizzie, Lizzie, not Amber, Amber's in a tree, uh, just in time to see one of the guys dangling from the mouth of a giraffe by one arm. Like the so got, like, by, hold the giraffe like, <laughs> is holding him up by his arm. Yeah. Just, what the fuck? <laughs> look, again, these effects look so, it's so bad. Horrible. And he's the giraffe is holding him up, and giraffes. <laughs> yes, they have long, powerful necks, but I don't think I could do that. I don't know. I don't think I can support a two hundred pound weight at the end of that fulcrum. Kind of, you might be right, but but regardless, regardless he's the, swinging him around, and in comes giraffe number two, grabs the other arm, grabs the other arm. And so they, you got <laughs> this guy's being held like twenty feet in the they're air, being drawn and quartered by two giraffes. He's got basically. each arm in the mouth of a giraffe, and they're both pulling at it. They rip off <laughs> the guy's arms. <laughs> His arms get ripped off, and he plummets to the ground. <laughs> and you never see him again. Never see him again. Rex and Lizzie open fire on the drafts. They kill one pretty damn quick. The other draft is going after Amber in the tree. And it manages to, again, bite Amber, and it, like, it dangles her from its mouth. Like, it's hold on to, like, the, the, the back of her shirt. shirt like, her vest or something. He's, like, just, like it, swinging her around like Like, front. it's a dog toy, like, with, like, a rope. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it, it looks so bad. It's so bad. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> and Lizzie's like, be careful. Don't shoot the girl, but we have to shoot the giraffe in the head. 
So they're just firing like 30 shots at this giraffe, which none of them magically hit Amber. But Dude, they're just they're just shooting the shit. Just just don't shoot the girl. Okay. No care, no aim. No aim. Dude. Amber like, would be a pincushion with bullet holes at this point. If that was, I mean, she'd be dead. I mean, the one security girl is shooting like from the hip. Yeah. You know, she's just. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. You know? <laughs> Jesus. So they yeah. hit the, they hit the other they, giraffe. They finally do shoot it. Um, kill the giraffe. Rex reports back to Rogers. Roger tells him that it could be three hours before help comes. And during this exchange, we learn that Lizzie who is the one who figures out that this is a virus affecting the animal's brains. I'm like, really? The ex junior high security guard suddenly became a medical expert. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> she, I mean, she literally says in the movie, Oh yeah. Before this, I was a security guard at a junior high school. Yeah. Yeah. She got did, it. Do you think she took her Glock to that? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. Excuse me. So Rogers then gives him the green light to shoot, shoot to kill, shoot to kill. Um, so Rex and Lizzie, they're going over their strategy of what to do. Amber is arguing with Gage about, she's like, I want to get the hell out of here. Yeah. I'm not Dude, staying. what the fuck is wrong with Amber? She just got saved. Yeah. Two, these three people came and saved her life. There was a giraffe. <laughs> a giraffe. <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? I there was an evil giraffe <laughs> wiggling her around in the air. They shot it dead and saved her. And she's like, I don't trust these people. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to go walk through the woods. Doesn't even, infect- doesn't even thank them. What a yeah. bitch. Um. And at this point, another giraffe pops out from the trees. Gage pushes Amber out of the way, and he gets bit on the arm. Lizzie just runs up, shoots the giraffe. So, nothing cares. Nobody cares. But this gives this gives Amber enough time while they're distracted yes. by the giraffe and taking care of Gage yes. for Amber to jump into the jeep and be like, "See ya, suckers! Yeah, fuck you! I'm out here!" And takes off in the jeep. Yeah, she leaves him behind. What a bitch! <laughs> Man, she is a real bitch. Yeah. Uh, back to Rogers, who apparently has forgotten all of a sudden that she's a medical scientist because it's her daughter that has to tell her, Mommy, use your microscope to fix the animals. And the mom's like, oh, yeah, I know medical science or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a scientist. I can do that. So now we see police and SWAT show up on the scene and set up a perimeter around the zoo. Because we just heard that three hours is going to be the, how long it's going to be yeah, for help to so come. So either- and all of a sudden, well, they come. Thank you, Ontario Police. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, say on, yes, I did. It said Ontario Police. Is there an Ontario United States? I, I believe there's an Ontario in the States somewhere, yeah. Is there? But it's very famously Canada. Yeah, the, obviously the most famous one's Canada. That's, that just threw me off. I'm yeah. Like, what? What? Um, what? Because there's an American flag in the background. Yeah, too. it's it's an American. I was really confused. Um, but there's got to be other Ontarios besides the you know, big one. Um. And besides, Ontario wouldn't be Ontario Police if it was Canada. It would be Mounties. And Ontario isn't a city. It's a territory. So it wouldn't be. It'd be like, I don't know. Anyway, fuck it. Help me. I need help. Um, Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, but you're right. So apparently either three hours just flew by or they just showed up way ahead of schedule. So we go back to Rogers who's reading or talking to herself or something about how endangered animals have the choice of to either evolve or to go instinct. And I... I don't think really? it's really like, a choice. Animals can choose to just evolve? Like, I don't think it's a choice. Yeah. You mean <laughs> mutation and evolution is from mutation, which is random. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize eh. there was a conscious decision that animals could make to just, you know, I don't feel like being, you know, 
dying off and becoming extinct. So I'm just going to evolve. It's, you know, it, you know what, Marshall? There's a lot of pollution going on in land. Fuck this. I'm going to grow some gills. Yeah. I'm going to jump in the ocean. Exactly. I'm making a conscious Peace. decision to evolve and mutate right now. I mean, it's not, it wouldn't be the, the, all the poachers and climate change that'd be killing off animals. Right. No, it's <laughs> them choosing not to die and evolving. So anyway, back Fuck. to yeah, back to Rex, Lizzie, and Gage trying to figure out what to do next. And they hear a loud thumping noise. And they turn to see three elephants approaching them. Lizzie raises her gun to shoot him, but is stopped by Gage because he tells her, whoa, 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 elephants are friendly and they have no natural predators. And he thinks the other animals would have left them alone. Motherfucker, I'm pretty sure giraffes are pretty friendly animals. I, you never hear people getting attacked by giraffes. They are actually so gentle, they have, like, two-year-olds feed them feed at them the at zoo. zoo. Yes. I remember feeding oh, these animals at the St. Louis Zoo, going out and feeding them. Like, <laughs> I'm just so... What the fuck? Yeah. Like, but no. What in the... Animals are friendly. Fuck. He's like, no, no, no. Tell you what. Let's ride these guys. Yeah, exactly. I think we'll be okay. I think Ooh. we can... So <laughs> these elephants look ridiculous. Yeah, um, they look so. They look like gray tri- gray rectangles. Yeah, like gray squares with yeah. like white tusks, like white. Stri- they look so bad. They are. They're the, it's these. Might, they're some of the worst CG in this mm-hmm. entire movie. Um, the the only thing that happens before they ride is that uh, we notice a bunch of blue dots show up on the magic map in, in, that uh, Rogers is looking at, and. We cut to the SWAT team getting out of a van and so the in a blue warehouse. Are the police. SWAT team, which means how are they being tracked too? <laughs> is everybody in this movie's universe just tagged with a tracking chip? Check you, in with your tracking chip. Are you born with? Or is this like some weird futuristic society like Logan's Run, where you just have to like you're tracked? <laughs> you just have one constantly. <laughs> like what is happening? <sighs> I was thinking, but I don't think there are very many actors in this movie over thirty. No, mm, maybe it is Logan's <laughs> maybe, Run. Maybe it is. So the SWAT team, they they just get annihilated by a zombie lion, which we really don't see. Yeah, so just... the SWAT team's hut, 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 hut. They come in, they got shields, they have firearms Giant out shield. the ass, guns Assault out the rifles. ass. Yeah. They come down and they, they form, they make a formation yeah. against one, like a phalanx. one lion. Yeah. They show one lion go, roar. roar. And then yeah. you don't see it, but you hear ridiculous. Ridiculous amounts of gunfire and just screams, screams, screams. Yes. And just gunfire, gunfire. So you're telling me this one lion wiped out a whole like twenty troop men. or patrol of Squad. twenty yeah. highly trained killers. Armed to the teeth. Armed to the teeth with body armor on the ass. But three dinky security guards and intern can take out three giraffes with a handgun. <laughs> I thought it was, going it's on? so bullshit. So, it's so bullshit. So the, okay, f- let's just go ahead and accept the fact that the SWAT team gets wiped out, right? Okay. So the SWAT team gets wiped out. Amber, or pardon me, um, Rogers? Rogers is like, oh, no. Yeah, she, she's she, like, she listens, she's she really gets, hammering it up. She hears him getting She puts her head down on the desk, and she's like, no, no. She's really upset. But that's the last you hear the police. Yep. That's so, it. They're like, you know what, boys? We're not going back. We're not sending any more in. Wrap it up. What happened to our SWAT team? That's it. <laughs> Calling it a night. <laughs> ah, we gave it the old freshman try. We're done. <laughs> Couch try. We're, we're going. We're, we're, we're going to the bar. <laughs> you guys deal with this shit. I'm out. <laughs> Goddamn. So, at the aviary, Ricky and the bird lady, they're talking. The bird lady. And he says he's going to go check on the parakeets. 
Are you fucking shitting me? Parakeets? What zoo has parakeets? I'll tell you what kind of zoo. Your local fucking pet store has... <laughs> that's what kind of zoo has parakeets. Because they specifically mentioned earlier that everything in the aviary is, is supposed to be endangered. There's no way parakeets are endangered. <sighs> I need... Yeah, say something. I gotta drink my beer. I was too busy drinking while you were on that rant. <sighs> yeah. They make it, they even make it mention because he even says, you know, we have everything except the partridge and pear tree. And you're like, why don't you have that? Because they're not endangered. They, yep. Um, so Amber drives up to the front gate, rushes the gate, and Roger sees her on the security cameras, like, hey, listen, you gotta come back. You can't you can't go. Yeah, Amber's, Amber's being a bitch. He's like, Let me out yeah, of here. She she just stands there arguing. And Roger And this this fence is not that high. It's really not. It's like maybe eight feet. Yeah, it's like it looks very climbable. Yeah, it's very climbable. Um, and so Rogers warns Amber that the look to her left, because which Amber's like, "Fuck you! I'm not even looking at my left. Just open the gate." And finally, Amber she says she's going to climb it. Yeah, she's like, "Fuck! It, I'm going to scale the gate." But she gets attacked by what I think is supposed to be a lion. We don't even know. So she it just like a brown blur of crap of like animal, quote unquote animal. Yeah, like what was it? Could have been a dog. Dude, I was watching it with my wife, Could and I was like, aardvark. I don't watching know. It, and I'm like, what is that? She goes, I don't, I don't know. And I'm like, I can't tell either. It's just animal. She's like, like a top-down overhead view. It's just a brown blur. It looked kind of like a jackal. But... <laughs> jackal, jackal, it's a jackal. But I mean, kinda or a hyena. Like I have no idea. Yeah, I have no clue. Um, Amber is pulled down off the gate and dragged away. We yeah, go, she just dragged off, yeah, screen, just dragged off, screaming and bloody. Yeah. So we go back to Thea, the little girl. She's shown having a tea party with her stuffed animals while her mother is off in another room. Again, shitty parodying. I would think if there's a killer zombie animal virus and going and killers animals are running amok, you would not leave your child alone anywhere. But she's like, "Stay here, kid. I gotta go. I'm, I got I, this. I got this. You're fine." So we go back to Thea. Who knows now that there's a koala bear sitting on the windowsill. Yeah, she's she's and, like, I need to grab, you know, more friends for the tea party. She goes, Mr. Koala? What? And she comes up to it, and it's obviously not a stuffed animal. Yeah. I mean, again, He's got his eyes closed, and she's walking up to it, reaches out, touches his nose. Rah, he opens his eyes, bears his teeth, and she screams. Yes, but again, I would, it pisses me off that, again, because they made a big point about how her and the gorilla basically grown together. So this kid's grown up around animals in the zoo her whole life. Grant, she's yeah, young, she has, she but, has. Yes. So you would think that she would know that this koala bear isn't quite right because right. it is fucked up looking. Like it's missing a, most of the fur on its face. It's like just jagged look. It's it's jacked up looking. But when do koalas have spiky teeth? Yeah, that's another. And like, at first, I thought she said when I first thing I think think. Didn't think it even had eyes because like you don't even see it until well, he had his eyes closed. Okay, but he opened his eyes. Yeah, yeah. That, I realized that. But at first, I was like, "This thing doesn't even have eyes. It's just what's." So yeah, the the, the, the bear roars and hisses at her. Rogers hears this and she takes off running. And again, they, they remind us about the crappy electronic the, locks. The foreshadowing she, of the bad locks. Yeah, because she can't. She's get having the door trouble open. getting the door open. But of course, she's finally able to. And she storms in the room to find her daughter standing in the middle of the room, covered in blood, holding a baseball bat with two dead koala bears at her feet, both of them with their heads bashed in. And just a side note, these koala bears look, they're just stuffed animals with, they poured fake blood on them. I mean, they're pretty bad. 
really bad. It's just like here's a stuffed it's animal. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Um. So I was confused. I couldn't because she she's a little girl. She cooks like this. It's hard to understand. She's the kid's annoying this movie. So she wasn't that bad. But oh, the, the mom runs in and says, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" I didn't see the baseball bat. I didn't see. I was like, "How the fuck did she take these two yeah, things out? Did I, they kill each the, other?" The first what time I happened? watched the movie, the first time I watched it, I was saying, "Like, I didn't see the bat. Like, what the hell happened?" Yeah, I was really then, confused. When I watched it the second time, when I was taking my notes on, I was like, "Oh, there is a bat in her hand or on her feet or something." It, it, they show up for like a millisecond. I must have missed it because yeah. I was sitting there going, "How? Ha ha! What happened?" Yeah, you blink. I was you so it. confused. But again. A monkey took out like five people. Security guard. Two koala bears can't take out like a six year old. Nope. Like With what it. is happening? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that six year old is barely strong enough to even swing the bat, let alone kill two koala Smash bears. Smash him into <laughs> smithereens. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut back to Lizzie, Rex, and Gage, each of them riding on the back of an elephant. Oh, and God. We, we already, oh, my God. We already covered how bad this looks. It is. We cannot just, even describe. No. We cannot do it justice. We can, exactly. We cannot do it justice how so bad, bad this looks. Um, the, I mean, the elephants don't even look like they're even really walking on the ground. They look like they're kind of like walking on air almost. They're like, just it, superimposed. Yeah. I mean, it's so... So bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, let me whisper in your ear. That's how bad it is. Ugh. So the elephants come to a stop, and the riders can't get them to move forward. And we suddenly hear rustling in the trees and monkey hollering as well. And the elephants spook, rear up, tossing Rear up like they're fucking horses. Yeah. Toss all three riders to the ground and take off running, which looks even worse than yeah. Uh, there's stampede. It's like they put them in fast forward. Yeah. And one of them's well, during the rearing, like all of a sudden they're horses. <laughs> yeah. One comes down and smashes Rex's leg. Yes. Which right. looks horrible. Yeah. God, the effect is so bad. Like, it's, it's obviously they come in, like, Rex is on the ground, and then they can tell this thing is so far ahead of Rex's leg, and this fake elephant leg comes down in front of it. But it's kind of <laughs> like. It's so big, it blocks Rex's leg, so he just goes, ah! <laughs> like it got smashed. Yeah, that's exactly it. It looks so bad. It's kind of like, remember when you were kids, and you're playing, like, swords, and you'd stab just each other? Just stick it on the armpit? Stick it on the armpit. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, it's, my God. It's really, that's a great way to, uh, to describe it. It's um, so bad. So, now, a ring-tailed lemur leaps out of the trees and attacks Gage, while Lizzie frantically shoots at the others up in the trees. Now, during this scene, I oh, I don't know if you pick but you can clearly see she's not even really firing the gun. Yeah, she's she's just, just, like, moving her arm, like, yeah. and, and they're adding the sound effects in there. And she even tosses the gun aside when it, quote-unquote, runs out of ammo, which it doesn't, because if you when that kind of gun runs out of ammo, the... the the uh, mm-hmm. pullback switch it locks back, and it, you, this thing was not out of ammo. She just throws it away, and suddenly more gunshots are heard, and the lemurs begin exploding in puffs of fur. <laughs> Pan over to show AJ and <sighs> Kifo's zookeeper handler. Monkey man. Uh, yeah, just... Again, lemurs are like jumping in midair and they're exploding midair poof. in like poofs of. They look like something like a magic trick gone wrong, like poof, like pizzazz yeah, or something yeah. like that. Um, Shazam. <laughs> so Lizzie asks what they shot the lemurs with, and the handler tells her, I shit you not. He tells her, I shot them with a rocket gun, 
which was left over from the Independence Day fireworks show. A fucking rocket gun. There's no such thing as a rocket gun. (sighs) This rocket gun is just a flare Flare gun gun they painted black. My rocket gun, baby. Yeah. You know, there's only one leg in the world. (laughs) Does that turn you on? (laughs) Rocket gun. Rocket gun. (laughs) That's going to be our hashtag. Hashtag rocket Rocket gun. gun. So all of them head down the path and enter the primate zookeeper's like office, the primate building, where they start to work to patch up Gage and Rex. Back to Rogers and the admin building, her daughter she's is wiping the koala blood off of her face, and Rogers takes the bloody cloth, scrapes some of the blood off of it onto a slide, and starts looking at it underneath the microscope. And she tells science, yes, yeah, science. And she tells you that she's trying to figure out what is changing the animals and how to stop it. So this is my problem. All right. Um, it just seems like the animals are mutating randomly. Yeah. It doesn't seem like the howler monkeys or the ch- little white-faced Ross friends monkey is not causing, like, they don't show them biting any of yeah. them, scratching them. So what I'm getting is that the animals are just randomly mutating. Or I just... think at one point they'd say, is it airborne? But then they'd say it's not or something. I don't know. There's really We get no explanation of what this is or how it spreads. We, you never do. Um, but I'm with you in the fact that they should at least, if these are supposed to be zombie animals yeah. and not just like, like Cujo, this rabid, like show like this giraffes, like with like claw marks or, or they've been a attacked by something. something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, something to show that this is how this is spreading. They, they do none of that. And what is, I mean, what's the motivation of a zombie? It's usually to eat the flesh, right? Yeah. To eat the brains, eat the flesh, whichever genre you want to go through. Regardless, they want to. Bite something, knock it down, and eat it. Yeah. Right? There's none of that. None, yeah, none of that's the happening. Animals never eat any. They just kill to kill. They don't, they're don't. they not eating they're, for... Yeah, they're just killing yeah. indiscriminately. But yeah, they're, not, I, they're not killing each other either. They're just going after humans. Well, yeah, that's, you don't, zombies don't kill zombies, but you can make that argument. But I totally agree. They're not eating anything. Um, But as I was saying, suddenly like the daughter now, Thea, becomes like this deep philosopher... And tells them all that they can't stop the animals until they get what they want. That being to get rid of all the humans. What the shit? Damn, girl, you got this deep. Six-year-old just, this six-year-old just comes up with that? What kid is going to come up with that? So we go back to Kifo's handler on the phone with the bird lady. They're making sure that the aviary is okay because they are... They are fucking They're anal about really worried about the aviary. Yeah. The aviary, the lady's like, we got this. Leave us alone. We're yeah. fine. <laughs> and uh, nothing's gotten, but she does say nothing has gotten in or out except for a rat. And you can imagine how long the rat will last with all these birds of prey in here. And we and I finally learned that the Kifo's handler's name is Dax. So after the phone call, the group in the grow lab discusses how to get around now that the Jeep is gone and the elephants ran off. <laughs> we lost the our Jeep and we, we lost, lost our, our elephants. elephants. <laughs> our trusty mode of transportation. And the zoo tram is not working. So Gage mentions the zip lines that run all around the zoo. Oh, boy. But Rex shoots them down saying that they're not operational and don't have the proper safety equipment hooked up. And this is when Lizzie finds a machete in a cabinet. And, and Dax realizes that he has to go save Kifo. He's like, oh, I got to go save Kifo. He just runs Wait, you out got a machete? Door. I got to go save Kifo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just runs out. 
and because according to Dax, Keyfield is more than just the grill. He's the only animal of his kind still left alive on the planet. On the planet. Earlier they said he's the only one in America, and now he's now the only, he's the one, only one, one, on one on the planet. planet. Which, by the way, again is bullshit because they say he's a cross river gorilla, which is a real type of gorilla over in Africa in the cross river region. But there's multiple. They're not the only one left in the planet. They're fine. Yeah, they, maybe they're in danger. I'm not but... sure if they're even in danger. They might be at risk or something, but they're not in danger. I don't think. I could be wrong, but there's more than just one. Hi, Karamu. So Dax runs out of the lab, and the others just watch on the security monitors as he finds Kifo laying on the ground with his back to him. Dax kneels down to check on Kifo, and that's when Kifo stands up to reveal that he has been turned into a zombie gorilla. Dax tries to run away and cut to the inside of the lab, and Dax's body comes crashing through the glass doors. Kifo leaps in and just starts repeatedly slamming Dax into the floor. Like, picks him up, slams mm-hmm. down, picks him up, slams down, just bashing this guy all over the place. Gage and AJ make a break for it and try they, to hide. They well, go hide. Yeah. So, so you know, Kifo dispatches Dax, kills yeah. Dax, and then Kifo's on the hunt. Yes. So uh, the security people break off into one group, and AJ and Gage are breaking off into another. Yes. AJ and Gage are creeping around. They're in the same fucking room, yeah. essentially. They basically move one room over yeah. and try to hide behind, like, a paper wall. Yeah. So it's very open. Yeah. And AJ and Dax are like, shh, shh be quiet. Oh, God, don't make any sound. Don't make any sound. Just about five feet away. Yeah, it's a giant... Gorilla. You had no, but you have Rex and what's her tits, Lizzie. Yeah, I don't Lizzie, know Lizzie, exactly and they're how just where they are, and they're talking. They're like, "Oh my god, we gotta get out of here!" Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> being the, so loud. The spatial awareness of this group is very confusing because they clearly show where AJ and Gage go to hide, but when they show Rex and Lizzie, they're just somewhere else. You don't even know where they are. They're in the. But you don't even see him leave the room that Kifo kills Dax. And for I don't know, they were still in that room. That's why I'm just like, they're, they're in earshot. They yeah. have to be in earshot. And they're screaming and yelling and talking. I'm not going to make it. You're going to make it. Oh, no. I'm going to sacrifice myself yes. now. And then you see Gage and AJ like, shh, be quiet. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Kifo is wandering around. He's on the hunt. Rex makes Lizzie promise him that she will... Make sure nothing gets out of the aviary, and then says to her, "God." Then says to her, "I know my purpose, so I want you to go out there and find yours." And then he hobbles away with the machete because she gives him the machete because he's going to sacrifice himself. My purpose is to sacrifice himself. Now you go find your purpose, which is I don't know. Do not- open up a fucking California pizza kitchen yeah. in Milwaukee. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, anyway, Kifo finds AJ Gage, and he's about to kill the two of them when Rexus leaps out of nowhere and stabs Kifo in the back with the machete. Gage riding him around. Yeah, he's, like, holding on to him. And Gage, Lizzie, and AJ make a break for it as Kifo grabs Rex by the head and just crushes his head like an egg. Just pops it. Mm-hmm. Both hands just starts crushing his head. Which we've, yeah, we've seen, you know, Jason do the main people. Mike, Mike, we've seen that kill before. Um, Someone's been showing Kifo some uh, Friday Thirteenth movies. I yeah, find that yeah. fucking girl, man. <laughs> <laughs> she's into some dark she, shit. <laughs> I mean, she's a lot. I mean, she's saying that animals want to kill off all human beings. She, there's something wrong with that head. She, maybe she's on. maybe she's teaching Kifo how to kill yeah. the humans. Maybe she wants to be queen of the apes or something. 
She had no friends. <laughs> they do <laughs> no say she her. has no friends. The mom <laughs> says she has no friends. I wish she had real friends and not just a monkey Ooh, or something loser. like that. <laughs> so maybe this is her revenge on the human race. I have no friends. I'll get you all. My yeah. monkey minions yeah, will my kill you. monkey minions. <laughs> She's become like a Batman villain or something like that. <laughs> the monkey minks. Instead of poison, I would kill her with plants. She's like, kill, she's like controlling she's the monkeys. six monkeys on you. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, so the other three end up inside Kifo's habitat, because that's a brilliant place to run. Let's run into the enclosed habitat. Sure. But then AJ tells him the only way to get out is to climb up and over the rock wall, which again, are you fucking kidding me? So you're telling me this whole time, this massive and super endangered gorilla could have easily just climbed over the wall if of his human, habitat. If a human can climb it, god damn You right. know a monkey or ape's going to be able to climb over this Jesus. thing. Jesus. So what? kind of design or security oversight is that if the monkey could just climb out of his enclosure at any point in time. This is also another problem I had. So they're they're climbing out. They're like, okay, we got to climb out. Kifo's coming. They're climbing. They show the guy in the monkey suit come up, and it looks like normal, happy-go-lucky Kifo. Yes! And I was really confused. I was like, oh, that's not... It's, that's not oh, that must have been a different monkey. Because they look totally different. They, yeah, it's not the zombie no. monkey. It's the normal, happy-looking... Man play, in a suit like, zombie. I like to play games with little girls yeah. kind of monkey. Not the, I'm going to kill little girls kind of monkey. You know, I was really confused. I was like, oh, he's not infected. It must have been a different monkey. And they're like, nope. nope. Wait, what? Uh, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, and that's also taking the fact that, one, the climb out of this thing, it took him like three steps. Yeah. Like, it's, they, they climbed out easily. But I just want to say, this zoo deserves everything that happens to it. <laughs> this is, the way this thing is designed and the security measures, this zoo just deserves everything that they get. So up and out they climb with Kifo close on their heels. And once they reach the top, they just push a large rock over <laughs> the edge, knocking Kifo to, down to the ground, and they run away. Um, so now, of all times, is when they start a conversation about Lizzie not going to college. Because now we need backstory. Because <laughs> this is when they choose to put in the backstory. Now when they're chilling on the bus or just hanging out talking. <sighs> we're being in the middle of a zombie animal apocalypse. We've been chased by killer gorillas. But, hey, you know what? Let's sh- sh- yeah. Let me berate you for not going to college. You got monkeys and lemurs and gorillas and giraffes and elephants and, yeah, and all this shit's happening. Hey, you know what? Tell me why did you go to college, huh? Let's have a heart-to-heart. Yeah. I mean, they, they gauge like, you know what? You are making your life harder than it needs to be by not going to college. You should have gone to college. And Lee's like... Gage is being a dick. Yeah. And Lee's like, I became a security guy because I wanted to be left alone. I don't need anybody. Nobody needs me. Blah, blah, blah. That's why I'm being... Blah. And they're trying to like, again, this is so out of place. Like, you wouldn't be talking about this shit if this was really going on. You'd be like, we got to get the fuck out of here. This is like small talk yeah. at a bar. Yeah. yeah. Um... Thankfully, this conversation gets shut, cut short when AJ hears what he hopes is the police coming. And we get a quick shot of one of the zoo jeeps full at this point. You see it full of zoo personnel driving down yes. the road. It's completely yes. full of people. I, I saw that, too, and I was like, all right, who are these guys? Yeah, who are these guys? And Gage thinks it's Amber, so he runs off to find out. And next comes a quick series of shot of the group running through the zoo and Amber speeding through the through the streets. But she's the only person in this Jeep, even now though she's just the only seconds one. ago we saw it with at least four people in it. Full. All in uniform. Yeah. Yeah. All. And again, okay, how hard, how would they have heard her coming? Because if you look at how much they would have had to rant, run to catch up, first of all, on foot to catch up with a Jeep. 
they run like a good quarter mile, but yet they heard her coming in time to like this is bonkers. What it ah. So Amber is driving, zigzagging through this. It's all twisty, turny roads. Yeah. Zigzagging through, they flag her down, and she stops. And then when then she stops, all of a sudden she's like, yeah. she's dying. She, as soon as she stops, she's covered in blood. She's shredded. Her she's, neck is cut open. She says like one line and just dies. She was driving like a fucking ace, bat out of hell. Just, just yeah. like weaving in and out, hitting Perfect. the brake just right. She sees the group. She stops, puts it in park, die. <laughs> Shouldn't have stopped her. No, just you, let her keep you going. Her. You just let her keep driving. But adrenaline was keeping her going. Was it speed? <laughs> I can't stop. I'll die if I stop. <laughs> oh. I gotta keep the jeep above fifty. <laughs> I'm waiting for Keanu and Dennis Hopper to like <laughs> make an appearance. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So Gage and AJ remove Amber's body from the jeep while Lizzie talks to Rogers on the walkie, and Rogers tell her to get all the interns. Get, gather up all the interns and get them out of the zoo. Drive to the front gate and call her when they get there and she'll open the gate up for them so they can get out. So Rogers has a change of heart. And I was like, we're getting out of here. During this conversation, Rogers sees red dots on the map closing in on Lizzie's location. The walkie begins to break up because it's been perfect throughout this entire movie, but all of a sudden now it's getting stacky and breaks up. Sure. And all we hear are the words lions and surrounding from Rogers. The camera pans out to show four lions surrounding the group of three. And I don't mean surrounding them from, like, a distance, closing. I mean, no, these fucking lions are just, like, feet with an arm's on reach. On top of them. Of these guys. On top of so them. So how in the blue hell did they not see these lions get that close? Like, on top of on them. Like, you can just reach out and touch their nose. These lions would have had to materialize out of thin air to get that close without being seen. It's fucking insane. This is insanity at this point. So two lions are. This is the one time we do see two lions actually eating Amber's body. They're, they're picking at her face. This yeah. is the one only time you see that. But the the three of them just pile into the jeep, which the lion just let them yeah, do. Like, oh, you guys are getting in the jeep? You getting away? Okay. So it's, okay. they, Rick, we're not going to. Oh, we should stop. Oh, we should oh, stop. Should them? Go, okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh shit, shit, man! Why didn't you tell me, Jim? God, you should sleep on the wheel. God damn it, Simba! Why did you say something beforehand? <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, as soon as the Jeep pulls it down, it's the lions decide to chase them away. And good Lord, does this chase scene look like fucking ass. How, okay, how fast do you think this Jeep is going? You know what? 50, I actually have a question. Of, I have a factoid about this. Lay it on me, brother. Well, okay, first of all, the Jeep, these three horrendous CGI lions are chasing down this Jeep. They look and they actually, awful. They are actually starting to catch up with the Jeep. And... Now, lions are fast. But These are not male lions, Male too. lions, which are, yeah, male lions. That's an important fact. Um, now, here's one, another educational moment for you. Uh, a lioness's top speed, they can reach 81 kilometers an hour or 50 miles an hour. But like cheetahs, they can only do that for a short burst of time and cannot maintain that speed. So any car would easily be able to outpace and, speed and outrun a lion. And the fact that these are lionesses, they're the ones that do the hunting. And right. The men lion just are, they just lay around like, bring me my food. It's good to be the king. Yeah, good to be the king. Yeah. They're not the ones sunny, but these are male lions hunting down. And it's just bullshit. These lions catch up with the jeep that's easily going, like, speeding of, like, a, 50 miles yeah, an easily. hour, 60 miles an hour. It's flying. Yeah. So, anyway, Lizzie just pulls a shotgun out of her ass and gives it to Gage. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. And the two of them start shooting at the lions. 
Now, Warland leaps up onto the Jeep like the T2, and he's holding the lion's like holding on to like the roll bar while trying to bite at Lizzie. Gage blasts the lion in the chest, sending it reeling off the Jeep and onto the, you know, rolling on the ground. And luckily for the interns, the Lions at this point just give up the chase at this point because AJ, for some stupid reason, crashes the Jeep into a tree. Immediately after they shoot the Lion off and the Lion goes rolling, they're like, yay, high five. High five, crash. Like, I guess he, I think they showed something on the tire. Like, the tire blew, he loses control of the car, it hits a tree, and then you see him. You think it tosses it all. (laughs) I mean, even AJ, like, maybe the two in the back, maybe. Maybe. They, but not AJ, the guy driving, holding the steering wheel. <laughs> they all go flying out of the Jeep, up, up and over the top, yeah. and all just land and go, oof, oof. oh, dang. Nothing happens from them. They just, uh, high Dude, speed, AJ would be fucksville. High-speed car crash, toss from the vehicle, they're all fine. Not to mention that this is the, the like a second after, the lion should be right there. The lion's like, oh, all right, now, thanks, pounce, we got our food Sweet. now. Yeah. But the lion's just like, all right, whatever, we're done, we go away. So, back at the aviary, the bird lady's on the phone with Rogers. Rogers tells her to set all the birds free, and she starts talking about the findings of her blood sample. Like, she's, like, going to some mega bullshit. And Rogers says she's figured out that some kind of brain virus that spreads. So why? Well, no fucking shit. It's really, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Why are you going to let them free, dummy? Yeah. So, Rogers tells him to sit tight until she can come get him. So the group of three are making their way to the aviary and they hear the sounds of something massive coming their way. And so kind of like the scene from Lord of the Rings, the fellowship, we were like the hobbits kind of hide underneath like a tree root as yeah. the ring race yeah, yeah. go by. They, they kind of try to hide behind a tree, but it's, they barely, barely hide. to hide behind this tree truck. And basically a parade of lions, elephants, hippos, <laughs> and, and lemurs, tigers and bears. Oh my. And lemurs yeah. just kind of pass by and like, there's a it's fucking like, parade. The ground is shaky. Yeah. Like it's an earthquake. Yes. Um, so the interns then arrive at the zip line. Lizzie reminds them that Rex is like, Hey, this isn't ready. Blah, blah. blah. Gage like says it's close enough. It's good enough. Uh, all we got to do is hang on. The grappling hooks aren't, are the grappling hooks are already installed, but without the bio harnesses, we just have to hold on. So like that's, so you just know this is going to go flawlessly. I mean, this is going to be brilliant. Brilliant plan. So the green screen of the three of them ziplining is just <laughs> awesomely bad. and They're all standing straight. They're standing just straight with their arms, arms above raised. Their head. <laughs> and of course, there just happens to be three ziplines, one for each of them. Not, right next to each other. Right next to each other. Um, so mid-zip, like mid-zip, um, AJ's and Lizzie's zip cable begins to fray and break apart. And Lizzie's line snaps, but she's able to grab on the gauge right as she begins to fall. Um, which, I'm sorry, the, the added weight of her landing on him and putting him, Gage would, he's not, he's not, yeah. he's a scoring guy. He would have just pulled her, she would have pulled him right off. They all would have been dead. Um, so, but poor AJ, his line snaps too. <laughs> he can't grab on anybody. He plummets to his death in a green screen epicness of crap. Oh my God. And he just splatters on the ground. <laughs> it is the worst effect I think I've seen in any of these movies we've done. <laughs> it's, it's, this is top shelf bad. <laughs> it's so bad. He's just going, Aah. it's like, it's like a cardboard cutout of him. Yeah. Falling. <laughs> like Baxter U is better. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's saying something. So, uh, 
expect apparently Rogers and Thea have watched all of this happen from their window. Because <laughs> they look out like, hey, Bobby, look at it. They're like waving to them yeah. on the zip line. They're like, hi, guys. <laughs> and then they plummet to their death. <laughs> so Rogers then ushers Gage and Lizzie into the admin building and takes them downstairs to load up all the gas tanks they can carry. And the little girl, Thea, is way too excited yeah, about this movie, like, this, about like, this idea. We're going to light it on fire. And she goes, awesome. She's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's like, <laughs> like let's do this. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, what? I'm telling you, there's something wrong with this girl. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the idea is that they're going to take um one. They're all in one of the zoo's like working utility trucks. And they drive them to the aviary so they can blow it up. Because they were going to let them go just a minute ago. But now they're going to blow yeah, it up. Yeah, you know what? Change your mind. Let's burn all these animals. Burn them. Burn to the ground. Jesus Christ. So Rogers tries to contact Bird Lady on the walkie, but she gets no response. So Lizzie and Gage volunteer to go inside, check it out. And Lizzie makes Rogers promise that if anything happens, that she will destroy the aviary. So once inside, they hear someone calling out for help. And we get a quick shot of two McCalls pecking at the glass dome, trying to shatter it. And again, these... It's so bad. We, we've got the idea. It's bad effects. Oh, um, my God. But now we're also showing, like, a video screen that apparently is still running Windows 96, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and it reads, Integrity Breach Aviary 94%. So, apparently, this computer is hooked up to everything. <laughs> and it's reading the integral, the structural integrity of the aviary. Yes. And they're apparently these little two birds. Two? Just Two. Two small birds are tapping away yeah. at this area, and it says that it's it's depleted it from to, to like 94%. 94%. Like, right. Maybe. Okay. Maybe that's that one window is really getting fucked up. So, all right. <laughs> Go on, Marshall. <laughs> Rogers begins to unload the gas tanks from the truck, but she falls over in the truck bed, and I guess somehow sprains her ankle or something because she makes a big deal like yeah she really makes a big deal like her ankle got fucked up so i'm like okay i'm like let's let's gonna let's let's see how that ties in it doesn't in any way shape or form so i wonder if the actress is like ow (laughs) (laughs) you're like oh we'll keep it in (laughs) so inside lizzie and gage find the source of the voice calling for help and it turns out to be another mccall who's repeatedly saying, help me, help me, as, as it's it like perches, eating... it's perching on the back of Ricky's dead body, who Ricky's ha- Ricky has had his eyes pecked out. And suddenly a bloody hand lunges out and grabs Lizzie's ankle, spinning around, Lizzie sees the bird lady. She's barely, bird lady's barely hanging on to life as a bald eagle has clawed <laughs> and pecked out bird lady's intestines and it's used eating. them to make a nest in her stomach. <laughs> There are two eagle eggs in the intestine nest, and the bald eagle sits on the bird lady's hip watching the eggs as bird lady's screaming out, It's nesting in me! It's nesting in me! It's nesting in me! I fucking loved it. I'm just like, oh my god. This is the symbol of freedom in the United States ripping open a woman and nesting her innards. So now. Damn, that was awesome. So now all of this, like the sounds of all the other birds are heard chirping and calling out, and this some red—it's just a red blur, really. This red bird swoops down, attacks a gauge, and we see the computer screen again showing sixty-four percent. So, so these two, a, these two little guys two are going birds, to work. Yeah, two little 
not a little, but two McCalls have pecked, gone from 94% to 64% in like 20 seconds. They haven't moved to any other. T- no, they're just, just in the one, one spot. spot. <laughs> just, I'm going to make this. this. So, <laughs> um, so we see Rogers pouring gas around the aviary. She pulls out a lighter, sets the gas on fire, which Angle's it, fun. It, it ignites the aviary. Back inside, Lizzie and Gage are quote unquote fighting off toy parrots. Because <laughs> they're, they're holding just, like stuffed animals. They're and toys. Going, uh, 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 they're, like struggle with them. Rip off a wing. Lizzie rip rips, off a wing. Lizzie rips the head off of one. Like she's Ozzy Osbourne or stuff. Like just rips <laughs> the head off of a a, a, a parrot. And Gage rips the wings off of his, then slams it to the ground and stops on, on it. it. <laughs> just smashes it. <laughs> So the two of them raised their guns and just began shooting into the air at the dozens and dozens of other birds swarming around. And at this point, smoke begins to rise up around their feet. The dome integrity is showing to be down to 15% now. So this Those thing little is, guys are going to town. Yeah, they are. As Rogers drives off in the truck, just like, like fucking leave him, right as Lizzie and Gage exit the aviary. Perfect timing. Rogers does stop the truck to pick them up. And I noticed that the I, I don't know if you noticed this too, but the ramp that Lizzie and Gage use when they exit the aviary is the same ramp that we saw go up in flames when Roger sets it on fire. Oh, yeah. But when they come out, it's completely fine. There's no fire or anything. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's the huh. exact same ramp. So Lizzie tells Rogers to back the truck up as close as she can to the aviary, which they do. And we see the glass dome is near its breaking point from the two two parrots pecking at it. <laughs> The screen's showing at 10%. It's like a countdown. Yeah, it's a It's countdown. almost like a countdown. Yeah. Lizzie pulls out the rocket gun, rocket a.k.a. Gun. flare gun, shoots it at the truck, causing a massive explosion right as the countdown reaches zero. The four of them stand there watching the fiery devastation and a large bird that's completely engulfed in flames it's like Flies a fucking out. phoenix. It, it's exactly <laughs> what I have. It looks like yeah. a, it's exactly what I put in my notes. Um, it's this phoenix... Um, it's going I'm out. flying into the air, coming at him. I will say that this bird, as bad as it looks, it doesn't look as bad as the birds from Birdemic. For those of you oh. who've actually seen that movie, Gage shoots his the firebird with his shotgun. The bird explodes in a fireball, and the aviary just burns while other birds on fire frantically fly around in the flames. A roar is heard, and uh, off screen, and they. They all turn to see Kifo standing on a hill of burning grass. So Kifo the gorilla is back. He's back. He Kifo charges at them. They run for the front gates, which, again, the location of this is like... So apparently they're saying the AV was right next to the front gate this whole time, which the whole rest of the movie is not. It's nowhere near... It's, it doesn't make sense. It, do, it, it doesn't. Um... So, but during this chase scene, again, we see... It's, every time they switch between... Kifo is constantly switching between CGI man and gorilla crazy Kifo and man and gorilla suit Kifo looking like nice like Kifo and then cute cuddly man yeah, suit Kifo. It's so bad. <laughs> they reach the gate and try to climb it, but Kifo closes it on Kifo them. Kifo comes and fucks shit up. Yeah, he does. He pulls him down, punches one, punches the other, knocks <laughs> guns out of hand. He's just like wah, 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 wah. he's like kung fu all of a sudden. Yeah. He's knocking guns out of hands. He's doing like <laughs> like backhand strikes and karate kicks and. Everyone's on the ground fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He got knocked out. Kifo uh, tosses Gage against the wall, smacks Rogers, sending real. Kifo is standing over Thea, the little girl roaring, and she's screaming, No, Kifo, no. And then, blam! 
A single gunshot rings out as Kifo is struck in the eye by a bullet, killing him. Thea, Lizzie, and Gage all sit up to see Rogers holding Lizzie's handgun and crying. Now, basically, we just cut to the four of them being flown away in a rescue helicopter. In a fucking Apache. What the hell kind of rescue helicopter <laughs> was it? They show flying in. It's a fucking warbird. You know? I mean, it's just like something you're going to see in Afghanistan or Iraq. Yeah, it would have been like a, it, it like, been like it a Black like Hawk a or a... Chinook or a Apache a Black Hawk or, or uh, something. Uh, uh, God damn it. What's it the... looked like a war machine. You know? Huey. Huey. The other one. It Huey looked like a like badass war machine. Yeah. Um... So basically, Rogers is there talking about how she failed and that all she ever wanted to do was help save endangered animals. And again, we get the deep thinking and profound little girl returns to say, But you did do that, mommy. You say, and Gage chimes and saying, You saved our lives. We were, we were the endangered animals. <laughs> Vomit. Um, so they fly off into the sunrise, like the end of a Rambo movie or something like that. And we cut back to Kifo's dead body. The camera zooms in on Kifo as Kifo's eyes pop open. Blackout. Roll credits. That's uh, zombies. And again, I'm guessing Kifo is maybe like the zomb- like Wolverine of the zombie gorillas. He got crushed like- by a rock. Shot in the eye. Yeah, and then when he opened his eyes. shot in the eye. But when he opened, there's no damage to his facial area at all. Nah, he's all right. He's got both of his eyes in place. No damage. Anyway, that's Zoombies. <laughs> what a what a fucking ride. Um, so let's uh, move on to favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, Aaron. We had uh, 13 kills or people dying, uh, not counting the SWAT team. Didn't count them. But you had... Not everything was actually shown exactly on screen, but there are 13 deaths that I, I kept track yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is your favorite kill for this movie? That's tough. You know, I think I'm going to have to... Uh... <laughs> There's so many ridiculous ones. I, I think my favorite one was a uh, guy getting uh, drawn and quartered by giraffes. <laughs> that was my favorite one. That was so ridiculous. <laughs> it was so dumb. Like, this guy was arrived in the bus. He thought he'd be somewhat of a character. He was featured. He's like, he didn't have one line, I think. Mm. Just got pulled up by well, one that, giraffe. He, that, that guy had one. It was the guy in the blue. Yeah, he had none. For Trink, no, I had no lines. And they just tear his arms off, and then they're just like, fuck him. They don't even show him anymore. <laughs> no. That was my favorite kill. I'm surprised. I thought you were gonna go with the uh, the the eagle intestines, but uh, that one was that one was uh, a close one. Yeah. My uh, my favorite kill is actually uh, mine's monkey ripping out of the guy's chest. Yeah, like just because like how just because how it's so absurd and like we said earlier, like how Did does he the, eat monkey, the monkey? Yes, how does the Did monkey he get... swallow the monkey? It's not like the monkey... Did it climb up his ass. Yeah. You know? It's not like Alien where, you know, it incubates. Sure. It, it's just, how did the monkey get in there? You don't need to know. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Zoomies. But yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, Zoomies. So yeah, that that's mine. It's it's, it's the monkey ripping from the guy's chest. Um, <laughs> so let's with that, let's move into odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, Ratings. IMDb gives it a three and a half out of ten. Uh, Rotten Tomato, there is no thermometer score right now, but it has an eighteen percent audience score, so really low. Oh, that's really low. On Amazon, 
3.8 out of 5. Wow. So almost 4. That's crazy. Um, plot keywords, there were only 13 listed. Now, I remember Netflix. I saw this on Netflix. 2 out of 5 stars. Yeah, 2 out of 5 on Netflix. Um, do you want to take a guess of what some of these, what, what the th- one of the 13 plot keywords are? Zoo? Animal, uh, zoo? Gorilla. No. Animal is, yes. Monkey, yes. Uh, Zombie giraffe? No, zombie, but nesting American eagle in intestines. <laughs> I wish this would be awesome, but no. Yeah. Um, basically, all that means we got blood splatter, bird, lion, CGI, nature preserve, asylum, fire, elephant, monkey, nature run amok, and gore. <laughs> nature run amok. <laughs> I like that. Um, for trivia, there's not a whole lot that I had for this. Um, the uh, the administration building that's featured in this movie so much is actually the same building. Used in the 1996 Polly Shore masterpiece Biodome. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. And uh, there is a video game. Yes, there's a video game based on this movie called Escape from the Zombies. The game was released in April, just a month after the release of the movie. And the game features various sound bites taken straight from the movie of the actors spouting out some of the more memorable lines like, quick, run, or we have to stop the gorillas. Don't let them get to the aviary. It's really bad. Um, but uh, where can you find this game? You can. The game is fucking awful because I did check it out. Look at it, um, but, but if you are curious, you can find it and play it for free at www.fuse.tv backslash zombies dash game. Fuse.tv bash slash zombies dot game. Dash, dash game. game. Dash game. All right. Then there you go. It's in. it's oh, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so uh <laughs> um our budget like, unfortunately I could not find the budget information for this movie. I really, really wanted to. Yeah. Based on this the crappy CGI. Um uh, I wanted to know what it was, but I could not find any of the budget information. So let's just go straight to five star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. Now, there were, like, two pages of five-star reviews on Amazon. Um, most of them were kind of short. I didn't really write a whole lot of them down. Um, I did write some down that were worth reading. Um, so, five stars from Todd Olson. I've been tired of the zombie movies for quite a while now. Then I saw this movie's plot. There's so much amusement in this movie, assuming you don't take it seriously, which you shouldn't. There's also so much room for a sequel or two. I personally want to see zombie penguins just for fun. <laughs> Worth it. Enjoy the clear homage to Jurassic Park throughout and pray we get a sequel. Five stars. From Raddy. Excellent movie, both plot and acting. It's sure a different premise. Yes, it does It does have much of Jurassic Park in it. Jurassic Park is even mentioned in the movie, so you know it was deliberate. Well worth the time to watch. Five stars. From a customer, cult classic in the making. That's it. Mm. Uh, last two five-star ones from Americ uh, uh, Singh. This movie will definitely make you think about going to the zoo in a weird kind of way, of course. Awesome horror flick. Five stars. Really? That's going to yeah. make me think about going to the zoo? This isn't like no. the jaws of zoos. Yeah, you know? I just like, don't know if I'm going to go to the zoo. You know, zombie apocalypse. Uh, a perfect, and from another customer, a perfect funny horror film is exactly what I wanted. Kim Nielsen is magnetic. And I wrote down that because like, I've never even referred to it as magnetic. I've heard magnificent, magnanimous. I've like magnetic? magnetic. Is she polarized? Like I, I don't 
what, she, what? her opposite, yeah, would it, be attracted to sure, her, I, I guess. I, yeah, it's, I, that's just a weird thing to say. Yeah. Um, now, the, I have three more reviews I want to read. Two of them are one-star reviews, because I just had to go. And one is a 10-star review from IMDb that the way it's written deserves to be acknowledged. Ooh, goody. It's a little long, but sit back and enjoy this. Is, are we getting that one first? We're going to get that one first. All right. Just and give it to me. All right. Feed me, buddy. Feed 10 me. 10 stars. If you don't like it, it's simply because you couldn't understand it by uh, – this is this is the name of the, the review. Uh, written The review by Horsecock. If you don't like it, it's because you don't, couldn't understand it. It's a great film. No, strike that. A brilliant film. So many things to love about this one, I scarcely know where to begin. Well, let's begin at the beginning, shall we? The beginning is great, and it sets up what is soon to come in a way which is certainly better than I've seen recently. And whilst watching the beginning, I myself was beginning to realize this was no ordinary camp-tastic zombie film. How many beginnings can he say? But a statement. It was clear that this almost painfully sublime film was moving something inside of me, and in a profound way. And speaking of which, that brings us to the next section, the middle, as it's known to all (laughs) true cinephiles. So we thoroughly enjoyed the middle, which was also extraordinarily powerful it was. It digs deep into the bowels of your subconscious and then gives you a colonic of sweet and delectable goodness to flush out all those past negative film experiences which you have have all you bound up inside, unable to release. You Not unlike the time you got a little too familiar with the cheese bar at your cousin's wedding. Then there's the final act, which is in a word, poetry. Eerily reminiscent of the exquisite early works of Longfellow, except Mo better. <laughs> and combined with the frightfully and joyfully beautiful previous two acts, has you cleaner inside than you've been in years, decades maybe. In short, if, if you area, especially are a sensitive and discriminating connoisseur of artistic cinema of the highest order with refined taste, stylistic excellence, and are presumably a visually stunning individual, then you will adore this masterwork as much as I did. Paired with a, ni- with a lovely 1973 Chateau, Chateau de Mard, it would makes, a perf- makes for a thrilling and rewarding experience. I cannot recommend it more highly. Ten stars. I kind of love that review. <laughs> I was like that. It's that guy at worth being. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. <laughs> I've never heard so much talk about cleansing your bowels. <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay, I get you. I get you. You're saying it's gonna shit, but I, but still, wow, lots of bowel cleansing. Yeah. At first, I'm like ew, and then I'm like, wait, a minute, hold on. This is this is pretty brilliant. That's yeah. a pretty good review. Yeah. All right, the last two are one star reviews um, from Fergold. When the review is named "Not Tame Enough." For the under 13 crowd. First, the film's strongest asset, Kim Nielsen, is gorgeous. Beyond that, unlike a lot of horror flicks, there are plenty of other people to get slaughtered. Which makes no sense. Uh, Weak points are many. The CGI is in general bad. The story is general bad. The dialogue is in general bad. (laughs) There is no nudity, nudity, but plenty of blood and obvious gore, fake gore effects. The pacing of the film is decent, so... If the talking doesn't manage to put you to sleep, you might not get bored one star. First of all, the, the, just that phrase, beyond that, unlike a lot of horror flicks, there are plenty of other people to get slaughtered. That's a weird choice of words. Yeah, yeah, it sounds weird. And first of all, lots of horror movies feature lots of people getting slaughtered. That's the whole point of most horror movies. You're just body count. <laughs> it's just fucking weird. Now, this one is going to be a challenge to read. This is the last one. 
I'm going to read this verbatim as best as I can. All right, buddy. From Nicole Magic. I like this movie up until near the end. The could have done a better job ending the movie. The shouldn't killed all the fucking, spelled with an A, animals since they didn't and flew off like a bunch of pussy. And they didn't kill all the animals if they ended the movie with them killing every single stupid zoo animal that has been infected. Then I would have rated it at least four stars. But since they didn't, they only get one star because the animals they didn't kill could escape the zoo and enter the city. Bad mistake and bad ending of the movie. I wish... The ending had ending the movie with them killing all the infected zoo animals. Then the movie would have been a whole lot better. But since they didn't end it that way, the movie was okay. It was kind of poor and bad. Very the way they ended it. So they only get one star when they make movies about either zombie animals or people. They need to end it with all the zombie people or zombie animals dead. That would have been better than the ending where the gorilla comes back. That was even bad ending. It should have been all the way dead and never come back bad way to end the movie and the animals should die if being shot in the head they didn't do it that way just what i said it was an okay movie but not that good i thought the movie at the end it was very poor and bad but it was okay should have ended it better the movie should have been played out better one star (laughs) was that just one sentence that was all one sentence jesus It was bad. It was good. It was bad. It was okay. It was bad. I don't know. What I said before, shoot all... It's that, that bitch wants to kill all animals. That... I mean, just trying to read that makes my brain hurt. It was... Wow. Yikes. I like when we find those. Yeah. Those are so fun. Yeah. They're so bad. Yeah. That's what... I had to share that one. All right. So, uh, that, let's wrap it up. Final final thoughts for the for Zoom Zoombies. Aaron, what, what do you got this week? So bad it's good. Really? I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. I thought, I mean, obviously we're getting into zombies. Okay, so I'm not expecting anything great. But I thought the pacing was good. I thought that the pacing was good. The writing was not great. But the, the actors committed. They really tried hard. The CGI was shitty, but it was kind of fun. You know, it was enough. It kept me in it. Like, I watched it. I enjoyed it from start to finish like i'm like this is so ridiculous so bad so stupid but i was still just like yeah like i had a like some popcorn in front of me and it was gone because i didn't realize I'm like, oh, 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 what's happening next oh, oh. i just couldn't stop watching it wow i'm stunned uh don't get me wrong a lot of it had to do with the homage to jurassic park i thought I thought it was shot well. I mean, it it moved along really nicely. I didn't get bored. I mean, they kind of explained away a lot of their plot holes. They still had plot holes, but a lot of them that were like, well, okay, they kind of explained it away. It was some dumb shit. <laughs> I mean, it barely makes it, but I still liked it. All so right. bad, it's good. All right. Uh, I I was I really have mixed emotions on this movie. There's parts of me that get like, exactly we're watching a movie called Zombies, so it's not gonna be. I mean, come on. But at the same time, I expected it more from it. Like I expected one. I thought they get more creative use of the animals, um, or a, seeing a more variety or something that they could have done a lot of interesting stuff with. But they, I felt fall sh- fell short. Um, and I yeah, their acting wasn't too bad. But at the same time, I don't think it was like I don't think they embraced the camp factor enough in this movie again they, they took it almost too seriously or if they would have gone a little more campier and light i think it would have been would have blended a more fun would have blended a bit better 
Um, because we had that bad of effects, you can't beat that. It's just come on, really bad. Um, but you're right. It is it is paced well. You don't really get too bored with it. But it's just so bad. It's like, really bad. I'm I'm really <laughs> on the fence with this. Like it's bad, but at the same time, I have watched it twice, and I can't see like it's it kind of ridiculously enjoyable. Like I don't know if I could watch it twice. Though. I you know, know? <laughs> I watched it once, and I went back and watched it twice mm-hmm. to take my notes the second time. Um, so, see me. I'm torn. I'm really torn. I almost might have to call this a push, but uh, you know what? No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say so bad it's scary. I, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go scary just by just a, not too much, but uh, it just. It didn't do it for me. There's some good things, but I've got man. The last couple of movies we watched, we've been kind of torn on them. Yeah, we yeah. have been split on them few of the last few weeks. But yeah, zombies. Uh, one thing, man. If you like Jurassic Park, it's it's just kind of a fun zombie esque. But that's another thing that one can, one thing that did kind of piss me off. They never called them zombies. Yeah, they, they never it, mentioned zombies. They never it, had anything really to do with zombies. It was more like just infected. Yeah, yeah. It, which is, I get that too. I mean, Walking Dead doesn't call them zombies either, but. Uh, but you never find anything about the virus. You get there's no explanation to this at whatsoever or how it spreads. Uh, but anyway, we think that's it for us today. We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Remember to check us back next week. Uh, we have a whole new movie. Aaron, any any last closing remarks you would like to share? Uh, Words of wisdom? No, just check us out. Give us reviews. We really need some reviews. Uh, please, if you like us on iTunes, review us. If you don't like us, follow us. Please help us out a little bit. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, if you have any suggestions for movies, send them in. Or uh, and just anything else, we're always looking for inter- uh, interaction. So uh, that's in the meet. That's it. We'll take it back. We will. Yeah, I, I'm starting over words. I'm just too tired. I can tell. I can still fuck it. You know what? Keep it tight. We'll be back next week. Keep it bite. <laughs>